Hi, this is Jessica Heron, mom of two, serial entrepreneur, the founder and CEO of Stella and Dot Social Retail. And this is my podcast, Self Made. Welcome to season two. This podcast is filled with take action tips and inspiration to help you create the life that you want, integrating success in work, life, and your personal well being. Our core belief at Self Made is that you are in charge of you. Only you can define your success and only you can create it. Success is not one size fits all and it's not for just the predetermined few, it's for you. This podcast is a companion way to learn to Self Made University, an online and open place to discover free courses to help you level up in life and in business. Welcome to this episode of Self Made. Today's episode is how to be happy no matter the outcome. Oh yes, I said that as if it were possible. And maybe it's not totally possible, but it's a directional quest we can all go in for this next decade. Because this isn't just the first episode of season two of the Self Made Podcast. This is the first episode of a new decade. It is 2020. Welcome. Happy New Year, my friends. So I thought we would kick this off probably the same way you might have had a conversation start for a New Year's Eve party or over the holidays with friends and family. What are your intentions for 2020? What do you want to manifest into your life into the new year? Whether you call it a resolution, whether you call it being intentional or thoughtful, or you just don't think that way at all, that's what we're going to talk about for the next 15 minutes. So first of all, I have to confess that I am obviously an intense person because clearly I like to show up at the holiday dinner party and have everybody go around the table and talk about their resolutions, their intentions, their reflections. And I did this with my kids and a friend's family and their kids. And of course, my teenagers are looking at me like, mom, give it a rest. Come on. Can you just be normal? And I did ask this other incredibly sweet uh, 13-year-old girl. I was like, come on, tell me you know, more about you. If, if you and I were on a deserted island for six months, what would it take me you know, all that time to discover about you? I'm like, what, what would you? And she's like, mm, I would have started swimming. And I'm like, okay, I guess these deep reflective questions are not for everyone. But in case they are for you and you don't think it's just too intense to, to psychoanalyze your life, um, I want you to ask this question. Do you think it's possible for you to be ambitious, passionate, have an edge, be intense, be intentional, and be happy all the time, regardless of if you win or lose? I don't know. That's a tough one, right? You want to say yes, because you want to be the person who is happy in the moment and present and, uh, you know, a Buddhist. But at the same time, we're human and we're meant to conform and seek approval from others. We are. We're pack animals. It's part of our survival. So while we would love to think that just you do you and you be authentic and pursue your own dreams means that you're unattached to outcomes for happiness, that is really a quest in life to really think about how you accomplish that? And can you embrace that being joyful, uh, regardless of your outcome, 
doesn't diminish your ambition. It, it isn't that it actually could aid your success and not be about complacency. It could be the equivalent of um, ambition and not the opposite of it. That's kind of a, an interesting thought, right? So I'm going to tell you that is a, that is certainly a, a quick step to sharing what my intention for the decade is. Not just the year. It's not just my New Year's resolution. It is my intention for the decade. Be happy no matter the outcome. It's a good one, huh? I mean, it's not like lose five pounds, stop doing this or that. All those things I could put on my list as a very flawed human. I could be a better wife, a better parent, a better friend, better as a leader, all those things. But so it almost feels kind of selfish to put the resolution forward that isn't about how I better explicitly something for somebody else, but rather totally internal, be happy no matter the outcome. But here's the thing. I believe you do better for other people if you come from a place of joy and if you come from a place of calm, if you come from a place of self-love and acceptance, then you are in the best possible position to be a better wife, be a better partner, be a better community member, all the things that you want to give to other people so that you can gain happiness from their happiness, right? So so I'm going to base this on three core beliefs that I have that I, you know, I, I like them in principle. I like the way they sound, but I will confess that I've got a reiterate them in my own mind and recommit to them often because it's really not human to be so evolved and in your, in your conscious mind of, of, uh, gratitude and, and just in this place where you can truly embrace all that life has to offer. So here are the three maxims, the beliefs that I'm going to remind myself of, and I hope they're helpful for you as you think about what is your intention for 2020? Okay. Number one, I am winning or I am learning. And ultimately, I will succeed. Why? Because my core belief is that failure is part of your story. It's the beginning. And painfully, it is the middle. You simply cannot entertain it as the end. If you think about your life as a continuum, and obviously life is short and it is limited and all of those things. But if you just think about from hour to hour, day to day, uh, goal to goal, quest to quest, and you're really not about in that moment, win or lose, right? It is more about, okay, what have I learned from this? How did this set me up for the next time? How do I go on? I'm making bold changes in, in my life because my, my business is my heart. We've got a evolving strategy. I've never been more excited about it. Of course, that is accompanied by, by fear and struggle and stress. But if I define my goal as impact on the world over time, it fortifies me with the courage to recognize that during the down moments, I can go on to the up. I can get on to the next, right? So that's a really important thing to recognize that failure is a part of your success story. In the moment, learn, don't beat yourself up and stay down. Keep going. Okay, next, Maxim, next core belief, be bold enough to make a difference. I'd rather be an optimistic fool than someone too tired to try. You won't change the world if you play it safe. I have always wanted to 
make a difference. I don't, I mean, I think we all do. We all want to matter. We all want to register in some way with other people to give importance to our, our sense of self, right? We all want to feel recognized and loved. And so however you do that, whether it's in your community or your family, how are you shaping positively the lives of the people that you are so lucky to share this time on the planet with? When I think about what I want to do and who I want to be, uh, you can often try to play it safe because there's less risk in that. It, or you can tell yourself there's less risk in that. You can say, if I just sort of stick to the norm and do what I was doing yesterday and stay true to the past rather than curious about the future, I have less chance of being ridiculed or wronged or failing. And the reality is, if you really stop and think about it, frankly, it's actually the only way to truly fail is not being bold enough to not really make a difference. So every once in a while, you've got to be courageous enough to question, am I right in my life? Am I passionate about what I, today, what I was passionate about a year ago? Is what's going to work tomorrow going to be the same thing of, of what it was? And sometimes when you question that, why people don't like to do it, I believe, and I think about this and change in an organization, everybody reveres the idea of disruption, but hates being disrupted. <laughs> it is just natural because when you have to think about how you want to do things differently, it can immediately make you feel insecure and under valued for all that you've accomplished to date, all the things you've learned, all the things that were uh, good lessons and put in place for a reason. When you start to say, hey, we got to change them because the world's changed or because we want to accomplish something different, it can make you feel uh, undervalued. And that can make you want to play it safe, want to resist bold directive action. And that isn't going to be the way that you change the world on an ongoing basis. So embrace the idea of feeling a fool. Now, of course, I'm not advocating that you just downright be foolish. Like, you know, take your life savings, liquidate the 401k, hit Vegas hard. That is not what I'm saying here. I am saying that if you can embrace feeling like a fool, you're letting go of this idea that your ideas have to be approved by others in order for you to do them. And that can be very freeing. So now I'm going to go to maxim number three, which frankly is a gift I just got from my youngest daughter, who is in eighth grade, and she was writing this in a high school application essay. Okay, so this is totally plagiarized from my youngest, and I love it. So I'm now embracing it. You don't have to be invincible to be strong. So I love this because we do think to ourselves, if you're supposed to survive in this life and be happy no matter the outcome, there's this thought that you have this invincibility switch where other people's criticisms just supposed to roll off your back. Like you can flip it and then you're, it's on and you are just, um, impenetrable to self-doubt or hurt or, you know, from others. And the reality is this is just never going to be true, right? Other people are going to get you down. But the question around what you do in the face of criticism or challenge or struggle isn't the question of, does it get you down? Does it set you back? It's just, it gets you down, but how low do you go? And for how long? If it sets you back, how many steps? And how long does it take for you to keep moving forward? Right? You don't you are not totally buoyant, right? You're going to dip underwater, uh, but you can bounce back up. So think of yourself as that buoy. Yes, it gets wet. Yes, it bounces down, but it bounced back up. And that's really when you think about how do you do that? How can you bless and release naysayers from your life? How can you embrace that good people have different opinions, 
They're not right. You're not right. They're not wrong. You're not wrong. They're great. Not about you. Just moving in different directions. So if someone is going to criticize the way you look, the way you speak, the choices you make, the way you lead, the way you parent, uh, the way you chew, right? Every There are naysayers and critics at the ready for every single aspect of your life, right? How you do your hair, your shoes, all of these things can take your energy and put it into a place of sorrow rather than forward motion to actually create success in your life. So if you can be okay and be happy, no matter the outcome, that really means that you can hear criticism, you can be in challenge and be like, okay, I'm happy now, I'm gonna move on. I don't have to like it, but I do have to embrace it and I do have to keep going. You don't have to please all the people all the time. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you uncaring. It doesn't make you dispassionate. It makes you buoyant. It makes you resilient. You know what? It's gonna make you really happy. And if you can embrace that, then haven't you done all that you ever need to do to resolve anything that you want out of life over the next decade? I hope that some of these tips have helped you think about your intention and your resolution for the new year. So here it comes. For those of you just listening to the Self Made Podcast, I want you to get use of this. There is tactical tips that are in these episodes. They're simple. They're basic. We're going to have interviews. We're going to have guest hosts. We're going to have all these things. But at the end of every single one, you've got to go do something in thought, write it down, say something to another person, but just take action so that the time you spent listening is really time that you can translate into benefit to your life. So here is your take action challenge for this episode episode. What is your intention for 2020? Okay. You don't get to um, be the kid who was like, I'm swimming away from you. I just want you to know that you can, I really believe in this. This matters. What do you want to manifest into your life into this year? Do not make it about other people. Make it about you. Do not make it, uh, sacrificing where it's something about, um, losing something, giving something away, like losing weight or something where in a way you kind of have to beat yourself up in order for that to be your intention. Not that we all shouldn't be healthy, of course, but what is your intention that can be a place that comes from self-love, happiness, and is really about mindset, about a growth mindset, an acceptance mindset, loving other people more, letting things go. Do you have that type of intention? And can you think of one and write it down and share it with one person? And then ask them what theirs is too. It's our way of putting a bit more self-made self-love out into the world. I have something else to share with you before I sign up, uh, sign off for this episode. Guess what? We've got a new way for you to grow and level up in life and in business. So if you're a hustler who believes that you build your skills to build your life and you determine your outcomes, you're going to go check out Self-Made University. Simple to find. It is selfmadeuniversity.com. Now, full disclosure, what are you going to find there? It's actually an open university, bunch of free courses, will ultimately introduce premium content. And there are things there to help you level up in life and in business. Now, there's a bunch of stuff that is there really for S&D ambassadors on how to earn cash with their social retail business. You, if you're not one, you may not find those courses interesting. <laughs> so go find the other ones that are going to be about time mastery, about uh, general how to go get more customers, things in business. As part of furthering our core mission as S&D social retail, we decided why make our training private? Why not 
further our impact on the world and help other people get these great marketing, business, social media skills, uh, life skills that will help them level up. So go take a look. Thanks for listening and happy 2020. Thanks for listening to this episode, my friends. If you took anything away from this episode, will you do me a huge favor? Please take a minute right now to subscribe to the Self Made Podcast. Drop a review online. You know the drill. Wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Google. Also, share it with a friend. Forward it. Spread the word that this is an amazing resource to help others grow too. And if you share it online, use the hashtag selfmadepodcast. Oh, and tag me too, at Jessica Heron, so I can say hello and thank you. If you are a visual learner, remember that this is a companion to Self Made University, easily found online at selfmadeuniversity.com. So go ahead and check it out. Discover courses that will help you level up in life and business, letting you do you better than you ever have before.